Have you pull-started your girlfriend's anal beads like a lawnmower? Yeah! Do you have sperm dripping from the wrong hole in your head? Mm. Screamed at for putting it in the wrong hole? Yeah! Maybe you need DV Radio sex ed classes. That's dvradio.net. The only place for the right way to have sex. This is just a parody ad. should not be taken seriously. DV Radio. Please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DV Radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the DV Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. So you've had cold water shot up your ass? You don't know nothing. You don't know living, buddy. After that phone call, I was just thinking you're a few fries short of a happy meal. You got to stay in to get it in. You got to pick a harder target. And she's back with food in her mouth. Hopefully that'll keep her busy. I really don't have anything. Look, how would you like to be related to some bona fide white people? Look, I dig it. All black people sound alike when they get excited. Shut up. Family. I get it up faster than DV6 can. Then he lied to you. I thought it sucked. I pushed the button. You don't push the button. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, everybody, this is dvradio.net, where we are the professional unprofessionals at the unprofessional by being the No, this is the fucking news. You're tuned in to WDVR on dvradio.net. That is how it is right here on WDVR, dvradio.net. This is Barrett's Talk Live, where you're listening to us on podcasts, because that's how podcast works. It's recorded from a live. Anyway, it is July 31st, 2021. I'm Bonerwood. Tonight, we've got Oink in bed because he had some surgery not too long ago. We got the Frost Man, Frosty, and returning, we got DV6. How's everybody doing this evening? Fantabulous, man. Fantabulous. Like you said, in bed, so I haven't done shit all day. Don't <laughs> everybody talk all at once. Right. <laughs> I think Frosty is. I'm here. Okay, I was going to say, I think Frosty <laughs> might be away because he hadn't said nothing for a while and he's go- probably going to be like, well, all of you were talking, I can't get a word in edgewise, so I just muted out. Okay. <laughs> I thought he'd say something smart back, but he didn't. No, being professional. No, that's all about Frosty. Oh. Well, um, on a serious note, Six, how's everything going out in uh, Colorado? You just had the Vet Fest. Yeah. Well, first, it's great to be back on TV radio. Um, and it's good to meet people out here in Colorado that actually I found our other listener. They were out here. Oh really? Uh, our our one <laughs> other listener. Yeah, just just for everybody that's listening to us, we only have like four listeners that constantly listen to us. So, but you know, we we have that math when somebody you know when somebody makes a comment, that's like a portion of like that represents five hundred thousand, ten thousand people. But I had somebody come up to me at the booth and and talk great things about TV radio. So anyhow, for those who don't know. I am in Colorado Springs. I have been here for the, I'm on week two. I have one more week here. Uh, the event, uh, the annual disgruntled or DV Vet Fest. And now that's what we're just calling it because it's dysfunctional, disgruntled. But the DV annual Vet Fest uh, was last Saturday and it was by far the biggest. And I have some unusual statistics. That, uh, I'd like to share with everybody. But anyhow, it was a great success. Big shout out to Chappie, 
and his wife, Al, and their team. They have an awesome team to put on this huge event. It's got concerts and uh, lots of vending booths and food trucks. And, of course, this year, they thought it'd be wise to let me bring my trail. The whole plan, let me tell you this. <laughs> so this Bat Fest, the first one, started at, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, didn't end until, like, midnight. And uh, that, that takes a toll on me. You know, I have to work up to that. Last year, they decided we're going to end it at uh, 10 o'clock. Or 11 or something. This year, we decided that uh, it'd be over at uh, 10 o'clock. No later than 10 o'clock. You know? But it didn't start till uh, 4 o'clock. So I'm like, okay. So next year, it's going to get adjusted. But we decided to help me out that I they got permission. I could put my trailer as part of the event on the property. You know? With connection with the VIP and the booth and all that. But then at the last minute, I was told, and the whole purpose was so that at the end of the event, I could just go in the trailer and go to bed and then do everything in the morning. Makes sense, right? Yes. You would think. You, yeah. Well, that event the following night. So they were like, no, he can't sleep in it because we have something. We need that space. We have people coming in the following night at, at, at five o'clock. I'm like, I'll be gone by six in the morning. I'm up at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> no, nope, couldn't do it. Wow. But I still had to bring my trailer. I'm like, so I had to unpack or I pack up from the campsite I'm living in and go transport it to the to the place, which I can't get into a certain time. I think it was like noon. It'd be there by noon. And then unpack, set it all up. And it's not an easy spot. This is a lot, but you know, where they wanted me. It was crazy. And then at the end of it, I had to pack it all back up. And at the same time, I had to have a smile on my face and not be dysfunctional. (laughs) It worked out. It worked out. It was great. We had over, we had between 700 and 1,000 people, by far the biggest yet. uh, Each year it grows. And one of the funny statistics was we heavily advertised here in this area, but the majority of the people they're not sure it's like 80 to 20 80 percent of the people that came from were from out of state so if you're listening i want a special shout out to julia and her kids coming out and you know what i'm not gonna play this game because i'll forget somebody but uh (laughs) uh, everybody they bought all the teas they were buying up the t-shirts the coins shout out oh my god see bahala tea company they loved his tea he donated a whole bunch of uh, his product. And if you don't know, Bahala Tea Company is sponsoring DV Farm and a few other charities. They actually have our logo and our mission statement on the back of their product as in support of us and to let the public know that when they buy this bag of tea, um, a portion of it will go back to one of the charities and whatever product they got. I think ours are on a good, goodly amount of their tea. There's, there's like 10 different flavors. Uh, and we got a portion of that. So that, that was great. Um, Gabby did good. Uh, there were no, you know, fights or anything. We never have that. There was a lot more things for the kids to do this year. So, Bo, if you ever can get out, you know, you get your face painted. You know? can, can I bring my radio flyer wagon with me? No. I'm trying to picture you in the bed of that wagon. <laughs> And having one of the dogs pull you around, or have you hooked up to one of the little remote control trucks? 
I've no. actually I've actually got a a, a tra uh, is it is it Trex the the RC company I've actually got a gas powered one. Nice. I mean, nice. You, me and you'll have to get it out next time you're here, and we'll have to fool around with it. You know, speaking of that track, that reminds me. Next, oh, how do you say this? On Saturday, August fourteenth is our next event. So if you're listening to this and you're in the Ohio area, Holmesville, Ohio, um. There is the Lost Warrior Scenic Run. Shout out to Jason for putting us uh, putting us on the map for this. Um, but it's a uh, you know bike run, and everybody's welcome. It's uh, a bicycle or bikes, trikes, cars, trucks, cars. Everybody's welcome. If you want to do that, registration uh, you, you've got to be there by eleven thirty. But the first bike out is at uh, ten thirty a.m. Uh, but all the proceeds are to benefit DB Farm. So that's in Ohio. Oh, that's we'll cool. hear more about that. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying that's cool that they're they're doing that for the farm. Yeah, and that reminded me, I didn't I fully forgot that this year at BetFest, at DB BetFest, um they did a um hundred mile uh poker run that also benefited. And this event this year raised close to they're not they haven't released the final numbers. But it was between twenty five and thirty grand. Cool, nice. It was amazing. It was amazing. I'm telling you, uh, next year I think might be the last time we'll be at this one venue. If we're there, I'm pretty sure we will be because we've we've almost outgrown it. Uh, nice. And it's a big. It can hold two thousand people. But with all our vending booths, like and when we say seven hundred to a thousand people, that's not counting all the the staff. Like there, there's a lot of volunteers that go in to make this happen. I You're talking about the people that actually participated as far as coming out and, and seeing yeah. the guys and, and participating yeah. and to buy tickets. and Okay. Yeah. So and I appreciate everybody that's listening that uh, the DB farm church is going to be re-released again. Just so you know, I don't have control of the old DB store. And I don't have a warehouse and I don't have actual products on hand unless you come to me while I'm on the road. Um, the warehouse is gone. It's been raped. Um, and I don't have control of the website. So we're using that Bitly link for DB merch. Uh, so the it, it is a campaign. So it, nothing gets printed until the campaign's over. And they run two to three weeks. Um, the next one should already be released. I'm not sure. Or it will be this week. Uh, this time, uh, and and Frosty, you're more than invited to participate. But anybody that orders this time has a chance to get a $100 bill in their order or get their shirt for free or find a $20 bill or, you know, just pay a regular price. Most of you will. But um, <laughs> so that's kind of good, a little incentive. Um, I tried when I, well, a lot of people prefer to get their shirts at the, uh, online than through me because I only offer one choice. Ray, my dad, he was like, you guys, your shot. He, he was, he's in, uh, back in New Hampshire and he'll be there for another month. He's like, uh, is your store look relaunched yet? And I go, N uh, no, but I got shirts. He's like, no, no, I'd rather use the website. I'm like, I got shirts. He goes, what colors do you have? I go, great. No. What do you mean? No. He's like, no. I'm like, how many do you want? He's like seven. I go, why seven? Well, I got a different color, and I guess one for each day of the week. Yeah. Nice. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Like this, this guy that I'm going through, he gives you a choice of like 20 different colors. Like I was seeing people there with our shirts, 
that are in. I, I make that color? No, you make the color. I'm like, oh, you're lucky you got it to the website. I went approve. Yeah, it's like uh, the Road to Recovery shirt that we've got up on the radio store. It's only one color. It's gray. Like, <laughs> people have asked for other colors. I'm like, no, it's, it's, yeah. it's gray. Totally like my black TV shirt. And there were people, there was a guy that hung around the booth. He helped out. I forgot his name. He had the uh, VA shirt. And uh, there were people there with some really, like, the original first shirts. Because you can tell they're old. He's that. They don't know how to yeah, watch I, was gonna, I was starting to say, I think I see one video of the guy that had a polo on. The old yeah. original yes. DVD, like polo shirt. Yes, yeah. I meant it too. I was so busy. Dude, if I, thank you to everybody that came by the booth and covered for me because there were just so many people that wanted to talk, you know, in addition to purchasing and donating and stuff. Um, but I did put the word out about, you know, if you're a, um, if you're in touch with a nonprofit or the VA or you help homeless, get in touch with me because, um, you know, whether I can't, if, whether I can help or not, I I can find out, but I can help you like place homeless veterans or if you want another resource like our farm. So, and speaking of the farm real quick, before I forget, shout out to my wife, Google and Baron for keeping the place running and, um, Martha's sister, uh, Jada, uh, they've been doing me trying to keep up with the emails and the day-to-day stuff. And for anybody, I guess there were people there in Quarren about beds, but they never filled out the application. So listen, if you know somebody that is looking for this type of rehab that we offer, the next session will be in the fall. Not exactly sure which date, but now is the enrollment period, sort of like Social Security. But going back to the thank yous, Baron is still alive, but I just found out within the hour that uh, he suffered a pretty good in. Um, what would you call it? Incident? Yeah. yeah. An incident. It yeah. was an incident at the DV farm. You know, so they tried that thing like the government's trying. We tried being nice. The voluntary phase is now over. They tried doing that with the horse. It was time to come in. The weather was getting bad, and the horse wasn't having any of that. So before Martha could tell him to just never mind, uh, Flatline's determined to get the horse. Well, the horse is just going crazy because he don't want to go in. So he starts running around, everything but coming through that gate. And before you knew it, he kicked Baron, drop kicked Baron in the back. God damn. He's okay. Uh, Because the weather was crap for the next few days, he he just rested up. Martha said his back's a little sore. I'm like, I'm just hearing about this now. She's like, well, what are you going to do? You're, you know, two, three thousand miles away. I can come back. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's always when you know, like there's a merchant. I'll come back. You know, no, like, no, 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 no. We got this. No, no, no. You stay where you're at. Um, no, I I hate to rehash, and and we at, we all here hate to rehash what we talked about in the pre-show six. But do you mind telling everybody what you told me about running into the one listener uh, out yeah. there, um, and what he had to say about the radio? Absolutely, absolutely. So in pre, we were talking, you know, I run into a lot of people and we don't, I don't like to say this, but there are so many people that came up to me in the eight hours I was at that pass about how the, how I saved their life. Well, you want it? Not me. And do you mean the page, you know, or, you know, cause we have moderators back then when the big page was up, I had like 30 to 50 moderators. No, no, you. And so this has been going, you know, it happened a few times during that day, but one of the rare ones to come up 
was like, you know, he said DB saved his life. Or I, you know, I'm like, not me. And I was like, you mean a page? He goes, no, DB radio. I was like, radio? He's like, yeah, oh, I listen to DB radio. I've been listening to it for, you know, four or five years. He said since Bo took over. Right. Uh, anyhow, I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. And uh, I was like, well, that's good. I mean, I did save your life. It's like, you know, just regular talk, the humor, and, and and then all the stories about, you know, not quitting and stuff like that. Um, I forget the individual name, but uh, it was nice to hear. So it was just talking about, like, you know, not quitting and you know, vets sticking together and, and just the just the way the whatever it was, he loves DB radio. And I don't right. get that a lot when I'm on the road. I Maybe because, I don't know. Because it's me, but that was nice to hear. But anyhow, I gave him one of the rare things. Um, the the I says, you know what? If it means that much to you, I said I have something that's not released to public, and it's one of the um, prototypes or something that Bo sent me. It's a DB Radio uh, heavy vinyl decal, um, and I gave it to him. He was real grateful for that. But it, I was able to tell him that I will pass this on because I have very little to do with it. This is all, you know, the whole reason DV radio is around and all this because of the listeners wanting it. And because both stepped up at a time when I was just like overwhelmed and I was even contemplating shutting it down. And if it wasn't for Bo convincing me not to, and to let him, you know, try his hand at, which man, it's what a difference. Yeah. Thank you to that listener. You know. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, we talk about, you know, reading emails and reading comments and all. But like I said during the pre-show, it's completely different when somebody comes up to you and says, blah, 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 saved my life or blah, 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 helped me. Like, it, it's it's a completely different feeling. And I don't think the listeners understand how we feel. And and like Adam Ely from Hard Luck has said, it, it's, it's kind of selfish in us because we do want to help people and we just want to you know, be ourselves at the same time. Well, at the same time, you know, this whole organization has kept me on the straight now. Mm-hmm. Because if I didn't have this, I mean, many times, even the, the whole creation of TV started because I had started to go into recovery associated with that and got fucked over. Yeah. You know, well, really it's, hard. It's, it's the out on the street and was made homeless again. Yeah, it's the same for me because when I got on with you guys, I was in a really dark spot in my life. And, um, you know, my mom on the side, DD, done the exact same for me. And it's, it's like we always tout about it is our therapy every week. It is reading the comments that makes us laugh and, and is our therapy just as much as it is the listeners or the followers or, or whomever. Well, I I just want everybody to know that, like, not a lot of activity on the social media site side of it, all that. And I want to thank Chappie for keeping the closed group, at least the post going up every now and then. I hope to get back to normal somewhat. It's probably going to take until the winter because I am battling. Like the pain is just, it sucks. And if I want to be absolutely pain free, then I'm nauseated and out of it. And, mm-hmm. and, and just the knees are, my knees and back and everything else are really screwed up um i can barely walk stuff like that so everyone but my whole point is nothing's going away and 
even disgruntled vets, they have um, these organizations or like little chapters uh, throughout the country. And they approached me in a meeting the other day about um, about getting one started. If they start one up in New England, you know, they'd be able to come to the farm and all that and volunteer because, you know, there's so many things I want to do with that. Um, but look for that. You know, if you don't follow DB, follow disgruntled vets. They're very active on social media. I'm done posting on Facebook. I'll post things about the farm and DB radio and where I'm at, my live videos. But the memes, you probably won't see them anymore because I, it, it's not worth it to lose the page. Yeah. So I'm on MeWe, which I haven't been posting a whole lot of. Um, until this road trip's over, I'll, I'll try from here and there to, to uh, update it. But, um, and absolutely, my Patreon supporters, you know, you've made this road trip a success. Thankfully, there hasn't been major, other than somebody knifing my spare tire, uh, any major things. But I have more, uh, plenty of money to cover gas right now and food and all that. So none of the money is being taken out of the what do you call it, proceeds from the event to sponsor this road trip. That's all Patreon supporters. And um, and just, you know, everybody. Because i tell you what, everything we do, from TV radio, what it does, the farm, uh, what it helps people to just run vets and how many charities they help. The veteran community, and, and I hate using that because you know how to make fun of them. You know, there's a lot of people out there in this world, especially here, that are doing what they can to help each other out. There's just uh, the enlisted guys. You know how the I got that award from the military officers, the retired officers yes. association or MOA. Well, they have one called TRIA, the Retired Enlisted Enlisted Men Association. I think I'm saying it right. And the very first chapter is here in Colorado Springs. And it's basically it's a bar in a, in a hall where they, you know, you can go and have drinks and and play pool and all that uh but they're using the proceeds to you know further their you know cause of helping other vets there's a lot of shit that goes on and it's the same with dv we're one of the few i don't want to say one of the few we're, we're one of those that when not only do we bitch about shit but we're we're doing something about it whether it be the homeless vets at the farm you know with the program or to uh dv radio you know trying to put a spotlight on up and coming veteran organizations or businesses and stuff that otherwise you might not know about, you know, to, uh, the DV page where we used to try to make you laugh without getting in trouble. But apparently we all we do is get in trouble. What, what you're so, saying is what I, I, I actually talk about a lot when it comes to, as we have to call it so people can understand it, the veteran community is aside from, you know, having to talk about certain things at, at certain points, we practice what we preach. We don't just sit here and say, oh, well, if you're not doing this, you're not really a veteran. We actually fucking do it. Like, we, we are, I hate to say we're quote unquote in the trenches, but for lack of a better term, we are. I mean, we actually. That's why we're poor. Yeah. I mean, we can't start a <laughs> rifle company or a <laughs> rifle company. No. I'm not going to say nothing about the coffee company. Oh, guess what? So, so this is off topic. I'm sorry, because I know You're I'm good. almost out of time and all that. And I got to take people home and shit. But, so this is Gabby, Gabby Sue's one year anniversary. Speaking of anniversaries, don't let me forget when we're done. 
she's also a DB farm. Um, Abby Toot saw her foster mother. First, her the lady that uh, uh, had the organization that uh, let me adopt Abby Toot. Christine uh, was there, and Gabby met her, but um, you could tell she remembered her, but Gabby was just being her Gabby self, and Christine was like, well, I'm the one that always clipped her nails and did her flight feather, so yeah, of course, she's going to act that way. But Gabby remembered. But then her foster mother, Ailey, and the foster mother for the shelter is plays an important part. Before birds can go into the shelter, whether it be because of room or whatever, they have to be quarantined in Colorado for 30 days before they can go into the shelter. And so they have all these foster mothers part of the program where birds go. Gabby, from a distance, I didn't know this lady was coming. Yeah, uh, the lady had heard that Gabby was at this event. She saw pictures of Gabby on the internet and found out where Gabby was and rushed there. And as soon as Gabby saw her, she went nuts. Oh my God, Gabby blushed and just, it was just, it was a tearjerker moment to right. see Gabby Sue just like remember somebody and like somebody she really likes. And so that was pretty cool. That was pretty That's awesome. Know. And speaking of uh, Gabby's anniversary, I keep forgetting, and I'll do it when I get home. I'm going to have a big fundraiser. But this is our fifth year for DV Farm. We're celebrating five years of helping vets. And a lot of people don't know that. I forgot about that. You know, our first vet was taken in in, in June of 2016. So this is our five-year anniversary. So we'll have to do something for that. You know? Of course. But... I think I covered everything, um, you know, so um, whether I'm on the road, uh-oh, okay, I'm not going to look, too late, I looked at it. <laughs> um, all right, anyhow, I'm going to have to go because I got to transport. I have, Gabby has a babysitter here. There's a young person here, uh, one of the veterans' um, kids. She's 13, and she's been working with Gabby and now thinking about getting into veterinary and all that but anyhow Gabby loves her and she's been babysitting well but on the radio but I gotta get her home um thank you I have thank you for having me on and I hope to get down to North Carolina soon thanks for coming on man I'm glad to hear you're all right that's that's a big yeah. change <laughs> time zones help me get on the show you know because it's two hours behind you <laughs> we need to change your clocks at the farm then <laughs> oh yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, you, you said right. you wanted to tell everybody a joke before you left. I'm going to tell them a joke. That's what you said during the pre-show. <laughs> I did? Yeah. That was one of the the, the, the hit points you, you said. Oh, my God. I should have wrote it down. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Typical <I> DB6. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to go. They're bothering me. All right, man. Uh, be good. Be careful if you need anything. It's not even nine thirty yet, or seven thirty. Whatever. It's nine twenty-five here. here. All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Later, brother. Bye bye. Bye bye. Don't you guys leave? Listen to DV Radio. <laughs> so yeah, it's actually great to hear DV Six. I've not talked to him in a few weeks. I think the last. Did we have him on the last show, guys? Uh, I think he did stop by for a little bit. Right. I obviously last weekend we didn't have a show. The yeah, weekend it's, prior. it's been so long. That is, a, these are the only moments that I've talked to Six since uh, 
he was at the farm getting ready to head out to Colorado. If that tells you guys anything on how busy he is. Uh, so it's, it's good to hear him. Uh, I know he's in a lot of pain still from the knees and, and all that bullshit, but hopefully they get that worked out, uh, this winter. And as he did say, they are going to be starting intakes for the farm, uh, this fall. So if you know somebody, uh, that, needs that type of rehab or is interested in that type of rehab go to the dv farm website at dvfarm.org you can fill out the form there Uh, if you want to support the farm in any monetary way you can also go there to the website again dvfarm.org and click on the donate tab if you don't want to use a paypal account or make a paypal account to do so all you have to do is click on one time give and scroll down a little bit and you can uh, give with your credit or debit card. But if you want to give monthly, you must have a PayPal account. That is not DV's terms and conditions. That's PayPal's. Uh, if you need to do shopping and you're like me and you can't get out, but you still want to support the farm, go to smile.amazon.com and make DV Farm your charity of choice. A portion of your shopping cart purchase goes directly to the farm. No hidden fees or extra charges. Again, that's smile.amazon.com and make DV Farm your charity of choice. With that in mind, places like Humble Bundle, uh, Lunafied, eBay, and a lot of other online companies do that as well. Uh, they usually let you know that uh, when you go to their website. Sometimes they wait until you get ready to check out. And uh, they sometimes they'll give you choices of a charity to choose. And then they'll have a little search bar somewhere within that. Just type in DV Farm or DV Farm, comma, I-N-K, Inc. And usually we come up if our... Uh, uh, if we are there at that company and we don't know about it, let uh, me or uh, Google or Six know. Just email us either at info at dvfarm.org or info at dvradio.net and let us know that company. And if you give us a screenshot, that's even better. <laughs> um, but uh, we can make an account and usually we can uh, track that. It's a lot easier for us to track uh, as a nonprofit where things come from and all that. Because there for a while we were getting checks from places and it didn't make sense where they were coming from and we're like where the fuck did this check come from because it didn't have a name it just had some uh third party banking uh uh company on there which is fine that's perfectly fine but we like to know where these come from so we can tell you the listeners and supporters that way you can do it as well um also another way and we, I actually made this way easier for all of you streamers and gamers out there. If you go to uh, Streamlabs Charity, I believe. Let me make sure before I finish that. Yeah, StreamlabsCharities.com. Um, if you are a streamer or video gamer, uh, all you have to do if you're not uh, a member of Streamlabs is make a fundraiser account. Not a charity account, but a fundraiser account. Uh, make you an account and then you can raise funds for the DV farm that way. All of it goes directly to the farm. 100% of those proceeds goes to the farm. Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, um, the Gameathon got around $300, $400. I'll have to check. And then there's another streamer. I think he said there's about $1,700 that it made this month uh, that he's been running. Um, we can't track anything that goes through PayPal or anything like that for those fundraisers. So if you want to help those fundraisers that people are running, do it through those links and we can track it ourselves. We can see who gave. If you don't give anonymously, we can see what gamer 
uh, raised that fundraiser and those funds, and we can give all of you shout-outs. It's so much easier on us. It's so much easier on you. Uh, the Facebook fundraisers, those are a huge help. You don't realize how much uh, 15 people raising 250 or $300 actually helps. Um, I know a lot of you are afraid to ask for more, but ask for more. Don't be afraid. Just do it. You see people making GoFundMes worth $30,000, and they're asking to buy a fucking 1952 fucking junkyard piece of shit that is literally a piece of shit that I even I wouldn't be like, oh, that would be so badass. Um, so, you know, make the fundraiser big time. Make it five, ten thousand. See if you can get it. Share it. Um, the same with the uh, DV radio store stuff. We've got the DV Farm Road to Recovery t-shirt. It's always going to be available until DV6 says take it down. All but $1 goes to the DV Farm after we make at least $100 that month. And if it doesn't, it rolls over to the next month. Um, speaking of the radio store, uh, start buying shit or stuff's going to start disappearing and we'll only have a limited number of things. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> That's as good as I can put it. If, if you want shit, go buy it. If not, things will start disappearing. <laughs> that's, that's about how that works. <laughs> um, we didn't have a show last week, which would have been August 24th. Um, I, I didn't do it. Frosty didn't do it. Oink didn't do it. I got yelled at, and that's how that went. Um, I did get my shipment in, and apparently when they made the receipt for me, they put it on the same page where my other receipts like over the months came. And I'm talking about Reaper miniatures, you guys, uh, for their Kickstarter for their bones five. Yeah. Bones five. And what I originally thought was six ships was actually three, which is good. <laughs> Cause let me tell you, I've got all three sitting behind my fucking couch right now. That's how big these sons of bitches are. I had nowhere to put them in my room. That's how big these motherfuckers are. I got, uh, Two regular ships and one glow uh, ship. I'm going to have one of each for myself. Um, I'm probably going to paint the other one up and somehow sell it. I don't know how I want to sell it yet. I don't know if I want to do it as a fundraiser, as an auction piece, or, or what yet. Um, but I'll figure that out uh, as that comes. And this huge box of miniatures I got, dude. Holy fuck. <laughs> Me and my mom went through it to do the inventory, and oh my god, it took us like an hour to go through it for inventory, uh, which isn't as bad as some people, because some people got like everything, and double everything, and triple everything, so they got like two, three hundred pounds of stuff. Um, mine was around 60, 80 pounds, because, you know, that's Bo's life. Um, and it's not a huge box, but it's a big box for miniatures, you know what I mean? Um and I got a, a few double things. Uh, I got every dragon that Reaper could fucking put out because I love my dragons. <laughs> I love dragons, guys. I absolutely adore dragons. Um, I mean, I got a fucking tattoo of a dragon. <laughs> Which I need to get finished. I need to get that motherfucker finished like ASAP. I, I hate it's just black and white. It's not color yet. So um, I've been working on uh, Tortured Angel. I'm, I'm up to... Uh, I think I just... I think I finished chapter two last night or I'm right at the last few paragraphs of chapter two. I can't remember. Um, that's, that's basically what I've been doing the past week, week and a half. 
Um, no tracks? No, because of all this bullshit. I can't get my desktop set up and everything's in the way. So, because I thought that cart that I got was going to work. I legitimately was like, yeah, this will fucking work. No, that was $125, $50 for nothing. And then I send fucking Global industri Industrial an email saying this is a piss poor job, basically, of handling customer service. Because it took them a month, a month to, to reply back to my email. And you know when they replied back to my email? After the piss poor fucking job email. And they're like, we would love to sort this out for you. They sent me two emails, as a matter of fact. And I'm like, I'm, and I told them, I was like, I'm not answering any of your emails. It's, I'm done with you guys. And then they send me two emails saying we want to help you. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. I'm done. I am not wasting more time on you guys at all. So if you're going to go to Global Industrial and get anything, make sure they have what you need. Like, make absolutely sure. Because their descriptions are fucking stupid. Anyway. <laughs> uh, we, we've had a lot of rain the past couple of weeks, too. Oh! I did get my uh, Danny Trehu autographed book. Uh, oh, fuck, what's the name of it? Hold on a second. I don't have it next to me. I love Danny Trehu. He's one of my all-time favorite stories uh, as far as, you know, what, what his, his life was and to what he became. But it's called My Life of Crime, Redemption, and Hollywood. And I, I, got it. I had to get the autographed version because it's Danny Trehu and I'll never meet him in person. Um, and the dude's like pushing 80, but he looks like he did when he was 30 or 40. And I'm like, dude, man, I wish I had that. I hope I have that energy at that fucking age that he's got. No um, but he's, he's got a beautiful story and it's sad. It's, it's dangerous. It's violent. Um, he's had, he's had to go through a lot of laws. He's, he's been in a lot of trouble. I don't want to talk about certain things because I don't want to put words in his mouth. Um, I've even got his documentary because uh, you guys know how I am on documentaries. I love documentaries. And I watched his documentary piece. Was it last year I watched it? I think it was last year. Um, and it talked about his uh, prison time and, and how he got into Hollywood and all that. And this book is basically that in a very descriptive state. And I had to have it, so... I got that this week too. I got some other shit, but shit that's not going to be useful to me until I get this goddamn fucking thing set up. Anyway, Frosty and Oink, you want to talk about your last two weeks? Not that Frosty's going to tell you guys anything. He's just going to say it was another week. <laughs> nope. And unfortunately, mine's the same damn way. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, how's the recovery coming along? Not too bad. Well, 18 days ago is when I went underneath the knife. Uh, then this past Monday, we actually got the staples removed um, okay. under the, over the incision. So they said everything looks like it's healing well and we're doing good. Uh, like I said, most people has asked. To, I've told them, I said, this one just feels a little different than the last one. Like they cut through like a little more soft tissue or muscle or something. So it's, mm -hmm. it's healing a little different than the last one did. So I'm taking it a lot slower, if you know what I'm saying. Right. So, yeah, the la last couple of weeks, I just pretty much stayed in bed and watched some TV. And, you know, when we had to, we got up, we used the restroom. That way we did stretch every once in a while. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just taking it slow. Like I said, slow and, and steady. Because so that way when we get back to it, you know, we're not uh, hopefully causing any more future damage, if you know what I mean. 
Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, we talked about this on last show. A lot of that knee pain is, like you said, the tissue that they had to cut through because it wasn't as broke down as your other one, thank God. No, no. Um, but he did act, like you said, he did when he did get in there, it actually did collapse a little bit, not as severe as Alaska did. So I didn't even yeah. have to bother asking for pictures. But uh, yeah, yeah it, you, I mean, like I said, the doc did a great job. Um, the nurses, uh, hats off to all these nurses right now. They were so short staffed. Um, you know, they were calling for other departments. So to all the first responders out there, the medics, the, the technicians, you know, the whole gamut, uh, hats off to you guys really seriously, because you guys are going through it right now, especially, you know, I'm going to get into the politics, the whole mandatory vaccination shit, but, uh, you guys got definitely some tough choices to make right now. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I got your guys' back hundred percent. So whatever you decide. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hate the fact that anybody is made to make a choice between basically life or death, but that's how things are, are turning into. And like, like Link said, definitely support you guys, no matter what, we're not going to bad mouth anybody that does or doesn't take it. Cause that's not our place. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll make fun of you and stuff like that, but that's, that's nothing. We're, we're not bad mouthing you whatsoever. I've got friends who's taken the vaccine and that's, that's their prerogative. Yep. If they want to do it. They can, um, that that's just my choice not to take it. I've had very bad instances where I was told something would save my life and I ended up in the ICU. Uh, Humira being the main one. I'm never going to do that again unless I know for a fact that it's worth taking this medicine, things like that. So um, if, if that's what you want to do, go for it. You know, just just don't make others. Don't guilt trip people to take something that you know, they, nope. they don't want to. Um, that's, that's how I see it. Uh, I, I hate to even bring this up, but I mean, one moment it's my body, my choice. And now it's, Oh, you need to. It's, no, no. I, I hate double standards. <laughs> that, that's that's where we're going with that. I hate double standards. Yes, sir. Um, Frosty, your last two weeks, I know I, I, joked around about that but have you done anything fun anything it was with, another with two weeks wood? did you do anything with <laughs> uh with the woodworking at all uh, i decided to try another idea and well it's in splinters on the floor right now that sounds like me with some of my stuff my purpose or <laughs> uh initially no <laughs> it ended up like the couch soon <laughs> oh <Well>, yeah <laughs> i was i decided to see if i could do uh shave one of the boards down enough i could bend it around into a a round box and well it after what six hours of steaming it and then soaking it in boiling water for another four or five hours yeah it still didn't want to bend did you try to bend it all at once or did you try to do it gradually both what kind of wood was it it's cedar Oh, I think I think what I need to do is I was trying to do too small of a box. The diameter was only I was using a piece of two and a half inch pipe. Oh, wrap it around. Okay. So I think if I back off and try something a little larger, I might be able to get something to work. You know, she said, you you know, I mean, (laughs) that's what she asked for. But, you know, well, you, you might like you said, make it on a larger scale and then shave it down to the size you want the last, uh, the final bit to be. 
I had the the board shaved down to about less. It was probably between a sixteenth and an eighth of an inch thick. When but I bent it, bent it, but it's still yeah. Maybe it was too oversaturated. To I probably need to go up and do it in like a four or five inch diameter versus the two and a half I was working on. Oh my God, Red's place. That picture she just put in <laughs> chat. That is, I want, I'll, I want the rabbit. I want that bunny so bad right now because that reminds me of a cartoon that used to be on and I can't think of the name of it. But I see the fucking bunny's face. Maybe it was a movie. I don't know. No, it's not Who Framed Roger Rabbit, so get that out of your brain right now. That looks like this was, fucking... Was it Lamb Chop either? <laughs> no, fuck Lamb Chop. Fuck that show. I hated that show, man. Everybody's, everybody's like, oh, you love Lamb Chop, yeah? No, I despised that show. That was... No, even as a kid, I was like, mommy. <laughs> like... <laughs> Got a creepy old lady here to amp up and get her off the TV. <laughs> right. Yeah, Red's Place. That Tell them. that's They should do that for a living. Like, I'm not joking. People will buy that shit for like 30, 40 bucks. Ask Oink. We, we've looked into this. <laughs> yep. We have looked into this. Trust me. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll spend um, that 30 or 40 bucks for it unless I do it. <laughs> yeah, 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 right? yeah. That that's the thing. That's the thing. Like somebody has oh, somebody people, I should say, have asked me to do certain things for them, and I'm like, yeah. And they're like, how much would you charge? And I tell them, and they're like, oh, that's I I can't spend that much. And I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it, right? Well, can you come down? No, I don't care if you're friend or family or, or what. I'm not giving you a discount. I have to take time out of my life and put a shit ton of time into this. I'm not going to do it for free. And I'm not going to do $20. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I may like, like there may be times where I'm like, do you want something so I can add it to a portfolio? And I may give you a discount then, but it's going to be very rare that I'm like, oh yeah, I'll do that. Even though it would cost them $500, I'll do it for, for, for a hundred. Like, no, fuck no. <laughs> Hell no. There is a guy selling things that I, I, I can make with the exact same materials. He is selling these things for two and $3,000 starting out. And I'm like, yep. how? I see the screenshots. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> How are you? How are you doing this? And I can't get somebody to pay seventy five dollars for a fucking dragon. Like, are you kidding me? And they're like, "Oh, that's too much." Or I am not a crook. <laughs> <laughs> or you got some crackhead that makes some silk curl paintings and oh, never mind. We're not right? going there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't believe that either. I want to see the people that have actually bought them. Notice nobody has shown that they bought them. We've only heard it through media. So, um, we were talking about movies earlier because I'd brought up Strangeland, which is a movie by D. Snyder, and I was talking about you know how so many people say it's such the, uh, a bad horror movie and this that and the other. Well, it came out in 1998, and it was around the time uh, I believe Seed of Chucky came out then, and I think around that same time Blair Witch came out. So we were trans transforming from slasher movies like the campy horror movies of like Michael and Freddie and Jason over into this 
documentary bullshit, which I I really don't care for it personally. Um, so I don't think people were ready for that movie that D made. Uh, people love it today. It's a cult classic, if you will. Um, what's some horror movies you guys like? Like legitimately like that other people just cannot stand. Well, I don't know. I, I actually have like all the Nightmare on Elm Street ones, believe it or not. I think Freddy back in the day, the very first one was meant to be more of a scary movie. But when the second and third one came out, it started to be more of the, you know, the one liners. You always caught Freddy, you know, saying, you know, how sweet fresh meat and just different <laughs> yeah. shit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. See, I started watching them just to catch those one liners and. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually, yes, they started wearing themselves out, just like, you know, all the Friday the 13th ones, especially yeah. when they started going into space and all that other stupid <laughs> shit. <Yeah>. What <laughs> was that? That was initially, Jason, wasn't it? But Well, yeah, Jason went to, went to space, but yeah, then they had yeah. Freddy versus Jason and all kinds of other shit. And, so. and you know, Freddy versus Jason would have been go- good if they hadn't have done it the way they did. They absolutely fucked it up, in my personal yeah. opinion. Like, I liked it, but I could have loved it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not one of those where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's part of the Freddy Jason series. Like, I don't, yeah, I, it's just, it's a knockoff. <laughs> yeah. It, it was playing up to the gig, you know, and they both at that point were coming down from their, you know, high points, if that's what you want to call it. So mm-hmm. they figured, oh, we could make it smash them together and make something. Uh, yeah. You guys fucking ruined it. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I mean, everybody had wanted to see it for years, but I think where they were like, let's just make a buck on both franchises. They rushed it. They didn't think out the plot. They didn't think out the story at all, nor the character, excuse me, characters. And they just completely fucked it into the ground. Yep. <laughs> uh, I guess you're not into horror movies, Rossi. I'm trying to think of any of them that I can really think of. And not really. <laughs> Most of the ones that we talked about, I was like, I might have watched like the first one and it that didn't pique my interest, so I don't watch the sequels. Well, yeah. wasn't, wasn't there a Halloween one where they didn't have Michael Myers in it? It was more of the masks or yeah, some shit. Yeah. It was th- that was really fucking out there. Yeah, I think I, it was I think it was supposed to be like a offbeat origin story, but it didn't make sense. So people don't even it, quantify it as a part of the series. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. There's there's certain areas that just were like, what the fuck? Well, and I think a lot of them to me is just if you want to go back to the horror movies, I enjoy going back to the older ones with the practical effects versus the newer, yeah, yeah. CG bullshit. I, I'm the same way. I, I'm if not I go to saying that, go back to like the howling. Yeah, I'm not saying oh, CG. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> saying CG is bad. CG can be wonderful. It can make a movie or it can break a movie. Like seriously. <laughs> Um, anymore now it gets overused yeah, exactly and and that's that's what i've been talking to a few people about that uh, uh are into the editing aspect as i am or or have worked cg for major uh motion pictures and stuff and we got to talking and the thing with cg is it's become reliable now so where you put $50 million into a movie and you need it out in eight months and you've got a, a, a studio which is probably compromised of, comprised of 15 people working on that one, that one movie, they're just, they're just wanting to get it out, right? Because they have other projects. So 
It's nope. not that they're not trying to make it to the best of their ability, but when the studio, when the ma- the the movie studio is like, yeah, that'll do, they're like, okay, and they pass it off, and that like Black Panther, the the fight at the end of with Black Panther is fucking horrendous. The lighting, everything about it is fucking terrible. I mean, it's it's not cool whatsoever, and that that kills it. Like that kills me with CG because CG can be a great tool. Um, Tomb Raider, the latest Tomb Raider movie. And I'm going to tell you right now, that fucking movie is amazing. If you've not seen it, watch it. Um, there is one scene where she's on this airplane uh, that's been there for probably 50, 60 years and it's rusted out and trees have grown through it and all this, that, and the other. The thing about that entire scene, because she's over a waterfall and raging river and everything, the, the, the coolest part is they filmed that in a parking lot with a blue screen. And you can't tell. You cannot fucking tell that that was filmed on a blue screen in a fucking parking lot. That's how good that CG is. Like, that's how CGI should be worked. It's a dangerous stunt, right? And the actor's doing it. That's, that looks fucking great. But then you've got thing like Prometheus, and there's another fucking movie that just came out. It's a it's a horror movie. It would have been great, but it it doesn't feel real. Like Jurassic Park, that felt real because they used actual fucking practical animatronics practical. for T Rex and every. You got the lighting, you got the wetness, whereas in all these other movies and all, they're not taking the time to say, okay, this is what it would look like. So we need to try to replicate that, right? Like they're not doing that. They don't care. Yep. How many uh, fucking more Godzilla and King Kong fucking <laughs> movies do we need? Jesus Christ! Well, if they go back to the way they're originally done, <laughs> hell yeah, keep making them. With a guy in a fucking dinosaur suit yeah, walking around in miniatures. Suit. Yeah, that's what yeah. got. That's the movies that got me into miniatures. I had what? There's a movie and I cannot think of the name of it. It's not a, a King Kong movie, but there's this guy in his fucking gorilla suit. And there is a town made of miniatures. But the town looks so fucking lifelike, man. Like, it looks real. And then you see this giant fucking gorilla walk into frame, and obviously he's in a bodysuit. But he's smashing on these miniatures, and you're like, how did they make that lifelike scene look so unreal? (laughs) But it, it was great at the same time. It was campy, and it was... you don't You didn't care that it looked fake, because... Who cares? But yeah, I'm totally with you on the whole practical effects thing. If you're going or to use like uh, what was the the series I was watching? Black Sails. Yeah, most of a... their their sailing scenes and stuff like that was yep. basically a giant practical model in a parking lot with yep. blue screen for their green screen for the background. Well, that's the good thing about uh, the first few uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies. They have uh, they had a team. They had a tank that was filled with 2,000 gallons of water, I think. And they had a ship that was, I want to say, six feet in length, give or take. And the whole tank was made to have waves and this, that, and the other. And I was just, like, amazed at how they filmed it. And then Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is a perfect fucking point for all of what we're talking about. The gates, the castles, everything, the, the war scenes, the battles, all that, 
fucking CGI and fucking miniatures. But they done it, and they they done it in a way that you can't tell. Like, that's how you do CGI and miniatures, man. Like, <laughs> Game of Thrones. I do, I've never watched Game of Thrones, but I've I've done enough as far as research for behind the scenes and all. Um, there is a fight where I think it's I think it's in their third season. Don't quote me on this. You got fanatics um but they have a, a, a scene where there's a shit ton of horses running back and forth and they're slicing everybody up and this that and the other none of the horses are real at all in the scene and i was like you have got to be kidding me and i've seen enough horses in enough movies to know when something's real or fake not with game of thrones like because <laughs> it's one, it, it's it's so quick that they pass in front of the camera that you don't realize it. Um, but two, they took so much time and, and put so much effort into these, to the way the, the horse's mane moved, their bodies, their jo- Like, they put so much time and effort into these maybe three, four-minute long scenes. And I'm like, why can't more movies and shows be like this, man? Like, I don't care I about your budget. The fact that they... A lot of the movies, it's like they come up with a release date, then all of a sudden it's, oh, we got all this film, so let's see if we can get it out a month early or two months early when yeah, your behind-the-scenes guys like, hey, I need like six more months to get this done right. Well, that that was the thing with Black Panther. That was the thing with Black Panther. Um, and it was that last fight scene that I was talking about. I think it, ha- it takes place in the subway or somebody that's listening can, can correct me. Um but they basically sent it to the studio to have edited. And they only had, it was a few weeks to a month. And you only had a couple guys working on this one scene. So they didn't have the time to get the light right. They didn't have time to get the shadows right, the color. Like, they had to rush it. And Marvel was basically like, that'll do. And I'm like, really? You know, that's the way most of the Marvel movies are anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Disney I'm, got a hold of it. And all that went to shit. I'm not cranky about Fanatics, Amazon. I'm just saying, don't quote me on what episode <laughs> that fight scene was. Because I don't know. <laughs> I just remember <clears throat> there is a scene where they're on a field and there is a shit ton of fucking horses and most of the people fighting are on horses. And that's all I know. <laughs> I don't know what sprouted the, the the battle or anything. I just know it's from Game of Thorns. Uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thorns. <laughs> that was a porno, wasn't that's it? Porno version. That's a porno <laughs> <Yeah>. version. <laughs> oh, fuck. There are so many fights with horses. Um it's it's a main fight it is a main fight i do know that the reason i know it's a main fight is because a lot of people talk about how great it looked that's all i know amazon i can try to find out what it was because it's not been that long since i looked into it because like i said i'm always looking up at the latest technology for for editing and, and stuff like that um but uh oh there's also one of the uh the main characters when he's on the horse they, I think, if I'm not mistaken, they used a collapsible horse 
And I'm not talking about a real horse that collapses. I'm talking about an animatronic horse that falls. Um, and they had like this mannequin on top of the horse. And so the horse rolls and the face comes up. So they had to match the movements of the face and all this. So the actor actually is in a green suit falling down on camera and he like matches up perfectly. And that's the only real thing in the entire scene is his face that was mapped into this, <laughs> this fucking dummy's fucking face falling off this horse. And I'm like, everything else is CGI except for the ground and sky and this fucking actor's face. Like, <laughs> that is fucking amazing to me. I think Battle of the Bastards is one of the biggest ones. I think that was season seven. <laughs> I thought about fainting goats. <laughs> Funny thing you bring up fainting goats, because I was watching Craig Ferguson uh, reruns today and it had Hugh and McGregor on it. And they were talking about his uh, 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 role in The Men Who Stare at Goats. <laughs> Which is a great movie, too. <laughs> Have you guys seen that one? I might have seen it once, and it's been a while. Dude, I love that movie because knowing that it's a true story and how stupid people are, and then the government bought into it in the seventies and eighties, it's like, yeah, I can see yep. that happening. Like, <laughs> I love that movie, and and you know, I've actually been past uh, the place on Fort Bragg uh, where they done all that. It's it was, I don't know if it's still there today, but it was still standing. This is twenty twenty one, so. God, I got to go back. Um, <laughs> 13 years ago. It was there 13 years ago. Uh, I don't know if it's still there or not. The shot that they show in the movie of that was actually how it looked then. It's all grow it was all grown up. It was really dilapidated. <laughs> you couldn't read what was on the front face of the fucking building. It, it looked pretty bad. So they may have tore it down, I don't know. Um I yeah, that that story I hate it. I hate it. I, I hate it. I really do. The fact that they let some basically acid tripping hippie talk them into <laughs> mind control tests. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like, how do you pitch that to a, a four star general? Like explain that to me. How do you go to a four star general or the Pentagon for that matter and go, Yo, man, so I got this technique. It's going to be great for war tactics. And <laughs> you sit there. Oh, it was probably you, was an officer that came up with it. It was an officer. It was an officer. That's the thing. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand the, the concept of logic surrounding that whole thing. Like, somewhere someone went, oh, you know what? We can mentally, telepathically, Fuck with our enemies. So they spent millions of dollars doing this for years. <laughs> and they called it nothing more than the Star Wars project. <laughs> I think one of my favorite stories of that is where they put the goats in one room and they spray paint numbers on them and they put a guy in another room and they're all sealed off from each other. And that's how you get them on board. Um, and the guy has to mentally knock one of the goats over. 
Well, one of the goats actually fell over because it was a fainting fucking goat <laughs> and it falls over. So they're like, that's great. Now kill him. Like, who is sitting there in their right mind going, oh man, he just made that goat faint. You know what? Take it to the next step, motherfucker. Kill him. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, that same dude that came up with the whole project, and I think Amazon might know his name. I can't think of his name. The same dude has a fucking video out either on YouTube or somewhere where he killed his gerbil and then brings him back to life. And I'm like, yeah, you didn't kill him. He just he just fell over from being in a fucking hot-ass fucking environment, which is this room that he's locked up in, in this cage. And you can tell it's hot because the dude is sweating himself. Like... <laughs> Of course he's going to fucking faint while you're staring at him. He has no water. <laughs> I'd faint too if I had no water and I was locked up with some crazy dude that thought he could kill me with his mind. Hell yeah. <laughs> if it'll get you away from me, fuck yeah, I'll faint and I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> and then... I don't know if you guys have seen it, but if you go over to DV Radio's Facebook page and go to the community section, go to the community section right now. Oh, this page isn't available right now. <laughs> gotta love it when Facebook hates me. I gotta reload it and try to bring up... Okay, there it is. Um, and the, the listener, or the guy that posted it might be listening. Um, he's talking about how we shot our own president to secure the house and to prevent JFK from dismantling our Soviet agenda and publicly announcing our true identities. <laughs> and he made two posts about it. I like what, <laughs> what, <laughs> what, cons <laughs> what conspiracy theorist out there about JFK said that Americans killed their own president to hide the Soviet agenda. I've not seen that one. Is is that a real conspiracy theory? I'm being legitimate right now because I don't know. I've not looked in conspiracy theories for JFK in quite some time. Is that a conspiracy theory that I'm unaware of that, you know, is real as far as theories are concerned? I I, I legitimately do not know. But I seen it this morning and I was I was laughing. <laughs> I was laughing hard. <laughs> Cause I know that I know what video that is. That's the video where he gets shot, and yeah. So I'm wondering if that's a real conspiracy theory that I'm unaware of. Bo just started a new conspiracy theory. <laughs> I wish. I'm not joking. Like it's right here. It says, "Remember when you shot your own president to secure the house and to prevent JFK from dismantling your Soviet agenda and publicly announcing." Your true identities. This guy is yelling and he needs to learn fucking grammar. After a failed assassination attempt from Patsy Oswald and Secret Service driver William Greer is ordered to shoot on site to prevent, he said prevent, not prevent, JFK from the luncheon to, to advise the world of the Aryan Soviet white Republican agenda. What's the Aryan Soviet, Soviet white Republican agenda, somebody? For America from intelligence reports now it's coming to bite you in the asses finally there's a period <laughs> do you all <laughs> do you all actually think this was right for the republican national army 
please, again, somebody look up Republican National Army for me, to do this to a sitting and great president of truth, justice, liberty, and freedom who preserved to keep democracy alive here in America and was killed due to the Republican agenda and their communistic Soviet override plan. Look that up for me. For America, which has evolved to this date. Think about that, America. Then the next post right after that, take notice to the Secret Service driver ordered to shoot on site after Oswald's failed attempt to silence JFK. It was imperative of the Republican Party and the their Soviet agenda from being publicized to the American people. Who hyphen notice the driver William Greer looks back and pulls his service pistol with his left hand and with the use of all intelligent magical magical powers they used. Okay, to disarray the public and shoots his POTUS dead before the luncheon. Holy crap. The Aryan Republican Army, the Midwest Bank Bandits by the FBI and law enforcement were a white nationalist terrorist organization who first hit on Google is wiki. Nothing on now he wrote it. <laughs> I'm the same, Red. I'm a huge conspiracy theorist uh, nut for JFK things, and I've never heard of that. So um, if you guys could take over for like two minutes. Can't say I've ever been a big conspiracy nut, but uh, yeah, I haven't heard that one before. That's for damn sure. <laughs> no, no frosty. No input on that one. Sorry, what? <laughs> We're talking about JFK. <laughs> I don't know. There's so many theories, conspiracy theories out there with that one that. You never know which one to think of. Yeah, too many. Yeah. Too many to even list. Yeah, one of my favorites was the uh, ice bullet. <laughs> like, I love <laughs> From that far away, bullet. too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, number one, you'll have to um, have something that can hold ice at that temperature for however long you were waiting. <laughs> number mm-hmm. one. Number two, you can't touch that bullet at all with your fingers because the temperature immediately is going to start to dissolve and melt that bullet. Thirdly, the blast from the fucking gunpowder and that bullet trying to eject from the barrel itself is going to melt the bullet before it even comes out of that fucking barrel. So they shattered it into pieces because it's so brittle. You mean, come on. (laughs) I mean, even if it does stay solid, yeah, it's going to shatter. Yeah, it's never going to make it. It's never going to make it past two feet from that fucking gun barrel. I can I can about guarantee that. <laughs> I'm not talking just the friction of the wind. It's at that, too. I think you know what I'm saying? That one and it didn't work. Yeah, they <laughs> did. They did. You're right. They did. And I, oh, they, they got they, to work like such a weird circumstances. It was almost impossible or some shit. Yeah, it was it was completely impossible. <laughs> they didn't even call plausible on it. Uh, is that the uh, time they tried the meat bullet too? Because they tried Probably. a meat bullet too, and that was great. I loved the meat bullet. That was just I was like, I want a meat I still bullet. Love the chicken cannon. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about the chicken cannon is they done it on the wrong type of window. That's the thing that hurt their whole hurt their whole um, setup of it. 
Because they done it on like uh, your biplanes that has one or two propellers. Whereas the windshields in a Boeing 747 or whatever is completely different. Because, like, you know, you're, you're at... I used enough times that I think they tried out all different aircraft windshields eventually. Right, right. Well, you got to think, Amazon, this was back when people didn't put sawdust in anything. <laughs> oh, my God. And no, Red, I wasn't trying to take over two minutes. I just remember it out of nowhere because I was getting ready to say, hey, we've got some listeners tonight. I just remembered that I had seen that this morning and I was laughing so hard. I was like, that's great, guy. Good for you. You made up a conspiracy theory that nobody's going to believe. (laughs) (laughs) And what really kills me about it is he's like, look at how the driver kills him. And I'm like, yeah, that's not how bullets work, guy. (laughs) Like, first off, if you're driving and you look back behind you, do you really think you're going to shoot somebody dead in the head? Like, I mean, seriously. Like, (laughs) secondly, I'm pretty sure the projectile is going to enter at the back of the head along with all of the guts and er, guts, all the brain particle and and brain matter. Pretty sure there's not going to be a blast of brain matter and skull in the front of the car as opposed to the back of the car. You're shooting from the driver's seat and the person that you're shooting at is in the back passenger seat on your right side. I might be a dumbass, but... (laughs) Sorry for those who have weak stomachs. That's all I'm talking about as far as gore is concerned. <laughs> and I'm not talking about Al Gore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talking about conspiracy nuts. <laughs> I am not a crook. <laughs> oh, shit. So during pre-show, oh. DV6 said something about being crooked, and I couldn't help but going, I am not a crook, and we all just lost it. <laughs> even 6, he couldn't hold it. <laughs> I don't even know why I'd done that. I guess because he said crooked. I don't know. <coughs> I don't even know why I'd done that. Like, I've not heard that in years. It was on that, uh, what's that movie with the bank robberies? And he leaves and he goes, I am not a crook. Was it Point Break? Uh, was it that one? I don't know. I can't I haven't remember. haven't seen that one in a while either. That's, I don't care what anybody says. The original Point Break is fucking great. I love that movie. The fact that fucking Patrick Swayze told the studio to go fuck themselves and jumped out of the fucking airplane to do that fucking jump. Yeah. Fuck the studio. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, but they only gave him one day. No, he didn't have any days. They told him he could not do that stunt. That is fact. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love that movie. That and uh, the other one, um, the one with Al Pacino and Robert De Niro is a heat. Is that the one I'm thinking of where they're sitting at the coffee table, which is one of the greatest scenes in all the fucking mafia movies? Because that is basically a mafia movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me see. Heat. Oh, I got another week before I go back to work. I guess I got a bunch of movies on my list to watch. 
Oh, dude, I can give you a shit ton more if you really want me to. <laughs> yeah, it it was heat. It was heat. They were the bank robbers. Um, and there's a there's a fucking scene in there uh, where Robert De Niro and uh, Al Pacino have. Al Pacino is uh, the detective trying to track down these guys, and that scene made that movie. Like if they hadn't had that scene, it, it would have sucked in my opinion. But you've got two of the greatest actors in film sitting together, talking to one another, improvising an entire character scene. I was like, oh my God, I think I just came a little bit. Like, <laughs> I'm going to hell if there is one. <sighs> so, why would you want to go to DC? <laughs> You know, sorry, <laughs> I've, I've never actually been to D.C., come to think of it. I've been to Langley, Virginia. Never been to D.C. He just had a bogasm. Bogasm. <laughs> I, I have had orgasms in my mouth when I was eating things, and let me tell you. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. You guys have heard those before. <laughs> There's an orgasm in my mouth. Mm, this stuff is so good. Dude, there is a gnat in here the size of fucking Texas, and I can't fucking kill it. Because every time I go to hit it, it has like this 19th sense and runs away. And it's one of those fucking nuclear size goddamn gnats, dude. <laughs> you got oh, me. trust us, Alice. Uh, we, or Amazon, we definitely wanted to, be a, to spend some time in D.C. to see some of the uh, sites like the wall and stuff on our trip mm-hmm. down there. Yeah, I'd, I'd but, love to see that stuff, yeah. Yeah, one week was just not enough time for us to go from Boston down to North Carolina back up to Boston again. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, everything was closed down, locked down. You know what? Ooh. Be a rebel. Be a fucking rebel. <laughs> Break them doors open. <laughs> no. I don't want to stay in that, that city any longer. We have to. I would like to take the subway ride that they took in the Warriors. You guys remember that movie? The Warriors, yeah. It was uh, 1978, 79. It was about all the gangs, and the one gang had to make their way across the fucking city (laughs) back to their own territory. There's a book called Wall Magic. That story is a story, Steph. (laughs) I'm sorry. Just reading. That story is a story. That volunteers shared of interactions they had at the wall. That sounds cool. I'll have to check that out. Who's it by at uh, Amazon? <coughs> but yeah, I love the Warriors. Especially that one scene where they're sitting there in the car and he's like, Warriors, come out to play. That was all improvised because he put the bottles on his fingers and he starts clanking them together. Love that fucking scene. Come out to play. That dude is a creepy motherfucker in any fucking thing he plays, and he is great at it. He is fucking phenomenal. Anyway. It's by all the... It's kind of, no, I mean... <laughs> like, what does it say as far... Okay, it says wall magic, but does it say, like... um, It has to give, like, a company or something of who made it. Because... I, I'd like to get it. <laughs> you could just send me a link. How, how, how's that? Send me a link. <laughs> Please and thank you. 
Oh, God, it's uh, a quarter after here. After 10. What are you guys What are you guys uh, doing this week? Bunch of the same thing I did this uh, week. So again, just uh, I think it's going to be my last week off. I'm actually feeling somewhat decent. Uh, again, a little more sore than the last one, but uh, I think by the end of next week, I should be able to uh, go back to work if they'll have me come back. Doc didn't see anything when I seen him when he removed the staples. He just said it looked good. So really didn't get a clearance to go back to work, but <laughs> I'm uh, not collecting a paycheck right now. So I need to go back to work. How's that? Well, that's understandable. I mean, as long as you're not doing anything that's that's hurting you as far as recovery time. No, no. They, they, like I said, the work's been phenomenal this, uh, this summer. They've actually put me in like a supply point where I'm actually ordering parts. Uh, guys will come in and they'll need replacement gloves or, you know, PPE for whether it be ear pro or, you know, eye pro. And I get up and I get it to them, make sure they write their names on it and they happily on their way again. So they it, basically it, put them in the closet. Pretty much. Yeah. Put baby in the corner. That, that's fine. Uh, so yeah, that's fine. Like I said, it, it kind of helps me get up and stretch every once in a while, as well as rest at the same time. And it's a lot of paperwork. So, I mean, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. I still collect a paycheck, though. So that's, that's a good thing. Well, see, I'm not right now, but I will be. <laughs> see Amazon, Jim Knott. He's the author. Somebody had to have compiled it. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Amazon and Red's Place for that. I'll try to get it uh, this week. I'll save it to my my list of books to get. <laughs> God, I got a lot of books to get. Um <laughs> Still got a few to read too, don't you? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I've got I've got one to write too, don't I? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I'm, somewhere in works. I'm actually making pretty good progress on it. I'm actually surprised at how far I've gotten. I'm two chapters written into it, and I'm pretty pretty happy with it so far. So I need to figure out how I'm going to publish it when I do publish it because. I can't make a lot of money because I'm on disability. So <laughs> everybody's gonna be like, "Give it away for free." No. <laughs> <laughs> How about no, Scotty? Just zip it. Just zip it good. <laughs> yes. Don't forget to get Magic Wall by what was his name? Jim Knotts on Smile.Amazon.com. Make DB Farm your charity choice. <laughs> <laughs> so all of you that are in chat that are listening tonight how are you guys doing we'll wait for your response yes you got nothing better to do <laughs> well amazon's typing now so oh she stopped oh she's typing again <laughs> oh shit oh me uh it's it's been a wild month that's all i can say I'm surprised it's the 31st of fucking Ju- July already. I think I said August earlier. I think I did. Write the book, so. publish it, have the profits go to DV Farm. I'm probably going to do it something like that, but I have to make my money back that I'm putting into it. So <laughs> I have to. <laughs> like, um. Trying to get in another binge of show prior to hubby getting home and have to watch Olympics. What show are you watching, Red? 
I finally got my orders. I'm on ETS. Sweet. That's awesome. I did say August earlier. I'll have to fix that and fucking post production. Yeah, just leave it. It'll be fine. Excuse him. It's all good. I don't want to hear anybody (laughs) bitch about it. Uh, Doing good. It's been a fun. What did you do that was fun, Miss P? We're talking to Miss Fester for those that don't know. (laughs) My My official separation date is October. That's awesome. So happy to hear that. Hopefully they were playing ghost tag. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> oh, we are so fucked in the head. Um <laughs> I can't get that out of my head now. <laughs> Cause if ghosts were a thing, I could see that shit happening. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Hopefully your separation and transition is going great uh, from what me and you had talked about. Uh, finished Bull, restreaming Madam Secretary. I've not watched either of those. Um, they're backed up over a month for shipping HHG. Oh, fuck. The the whole ghost tag thing that Frosty said about <laughs> it was about Miss Fester and her fun week. Because I asked her what fun things they were doing this week. <laughs> oh, shit. Finished clearing most everything. Good. Good. Oh, you spent the week with Nevermore. That's great. That's awesome. I hope you guys did have a good week. And I can seriously see that ghost tag happening. Am I the only one? Nope. It's crazy as No. No. Nope. Right? Right? <laughs> no. Fester's fucking with us all. Still. <laughs> Can you imagine if ghosts were real and the entire world was filled with humans and ghosts simultaneously? Like, that would be so fucked up, dude. Like, imagine that. Like. <laughs> Shut up, George. I know they're talking about you. Just go away. Go away. <laughs> Oh, speaking of ghosts, there is a movie that Ricky Gervais played in called Ghost Town. Have you not seen that? That's another good movie. I love that movie. Uh, Doctor Who had an episode with ghosts. Yes, they did. That was a very good episode. Uh, Then threatening to kill someone would be asinine. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It it might be good. If, If you can get rid of the ghosts like they do on Supernatural with like salt and shit... Totally worth killing somebody and then killing them again. <laughs> totally fucking worth it. Burn their bones and then watch them burn in a fucking wreath of fire. Hell yeah. I would so do that. Uh, it was actually cybermanic cannery worth. Yes. Yes, it was. Um, I'm just thinking about <laughs> fucking ghosts now being real and us pulling a supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I loved when my mom walked in during an episode one day and I, I explained to her what they were doing. And she said, does it have to be any type of salt or like, can it be like table salt? And I was like, I don't know. I've seen them pull table salt out before. So apparently it can be anything. <laughs> you spend just, lots of money using that pink Himalayan shit though. <laughs> that what? So that'd be lots of money wasted if you're pouring out the old pink Himalayan salt. Right. That's just expensive. <laughs> That's yeah, for high end class ghosts, you know. Yeah, yeah, we use sea salt a lot now. Table salt. We'll call it good. 
You know Morton's fucking is expensive now. Holy shit. Fuck that. All of them are. I still like my sea salt, though. I like to grind my salt and grind my pepper. <laughs> you just like to grind. Oh, hey. <laughs> right? <laughs> Pretty good song, too. <laughs> grind all night long. Let's see. Where are people listening from tonight? We got Washington State. We got Nevada. Looks like Arizona, Oklahoma, Illinois. No, that's Iowa, Ohio, Carolina, and Florida. Florida. Our German friend isn't listening to us tonight. We're very saddened by this. You chased him away by keep talking about him. By keep talking about him? I chased them away by keep talking about them. <laughs> That's how you know Frosty was a Marine. <laughs> Did you get your pacifier too? <laughs> oh, Rick and Morty is a good show. Even DV6 likes it. <laughs> if DV6 likes it, it must be a good show. He doesn't like Green Acres. <laughs> can't believe yeah, right? that. That <laughs> motherfucker gets on pre-show talking about shows and shit and he goes, Green Acres comes on. I don't like it, but I'll watch it when I go to sleep. And I'm like, you don't like it? I watch it. And I was like, but you just said you don't like it. Like, <laughs> I love that show. That's one of the top comedic shows of back then. And it had a good fucking theme song. Green Acres is the place for me. <laughs> <laughs> Farm living is the life for me. <laughs> but you can tell he's not watching that channel in the middle of the afternoon because he wasn't mentioning all the westerns. Yeah, right. Gunsmoke and all the other ones. Yeah, a, Junction. <laughs> I did like uh, Gunsmoke. Not gonna lie, Gunsmoke and um, ah, oh, fuck, the black and white show. Ah, oh, fuck, Rifleman. Is that yep. the name of it? Yeah. yeah. That was that was a really good one too. I love the intro to that because he's just walking in 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 the scene and he's just fucking pulling the lever and shooting. And that's all he's doing. <laughs> he's got a straight no recoil action, no nothing. He's just pulling that fucking lever and injecting every fucking round and shooting. I was like, that's a badass motherfucker right there. <laughs> well, here's the interesting thing with it. There's an extra round that goes off during the theme. Yes. In order to get the count right for that for the going into the intro, they had to add an extra shot than what that rifle could carry hold. They they done that with a lot of fucking things back then. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll notice in a lot of the uh scenes for any western especially of that time, they never reload. And if they reload, it's on camera. They never reload when in, they're all in a firefight and you can count off like 14 15 shots nonstop every time. It's like the most any of y'all could have held was seven rounds. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's better than the eighties movies where they didn't reload at all and they had endless supply of ammunition. I mean, come on. That's like a M16 movie on fully automatic with just a regular magazine in there going for forty five minutes straight. There's a there's a movie I watched the other day. Uh, what was it? Oh my god, I can't remember the name of the movie. But I'm sitting here and I'm like, this is a great scene, except for the the part where they never reload. <laughs> like, oh, it was um, 
Oh my God, it's with Ben Stiller and uh, Vince Vaughn. It's about the aliens that come and attack and fucking Ben Stiller is the manager of a Costco and they're standing there and they're shooting this fucking alien after he's dead. They just keep shooting, pumping rounds into him and there's like 40 fucking rounds and they never reload. And in the next scene they reload and I'm like, that's how you make a movie right there. <laughs> like they just keep shooting and talking shit. I'm like, oh my God. Um... Have you seen the new Amazon commercial for Back to School with the Little Boy? Tell me that's not a... I've not seen that. Not seen that. I don't watch commercials unless they're on YouTube or some bullshit. <laughs> and even yeah, or then... YouTube and you have to watch them. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, and even then, unless it's a creator that I support and I can't buy merch, or it's uh, an ad that I cannot skip, that's the only way I watch ads anymore. That's it. Uh, the only other ads I watch, I take that back. Any other ads I watch, excuse me, are uh, through Hulu, and that's because you have to watch those goddamn ads. Even though me and my mom talk over them and put them on mute half the time. <laughs> oh me, for living is the life for me. Love that show. That show was great. There's that fucking, god damn it, <laughs> fucking that, dude, son of a bitch. Uh, is anybody else having that uh, the horrible problem with ants uh, this year because of the rain and, and humidity? Or is it just North Carolina? <laughs> you guys having that problem, Frosty? Nope. I guess you guys don't have a lot of ants up there, do you? Not really. Yeah. Amazon's got it too. Yeah. Yeah, it's the little piss ants too. It's those little bitty fucking gnat sized ones. Um, my friend hit me up the other day. He's like, oh, I've got ants so bad. I need to clean. And I was like, how bad is it? He's like, oh, it's just like one or two things laying around. I was like, okay, it's not your clutter then. I was like, everybody's got that problem again this year. And I had to explain to him it's the humidity and the rain and all. He's like, yeah, but I still need to clean. And I'm like, dude, you are one of the cleanest persons that I know. <laughs> I haven't even noticed most of the, really a lot of mosquitoes or anything this year been weird we haven't had too many mosquitoes here this year i don't think um again I, I think it's i think it's the way the weather's been um but we don't have as much standing water as we used to either a lot of that's gone finally yeah when you don't see our state bird flying around you know we don't have a lot of mosquitoes <laughs> i've only i i think i've only seen about a dozen this year and it's like what the heck i'm usually seeing tons of them well, you ain't going to get that West Nile if it's not around there, boys. <laughs> it hasn't been extremely hot somewhere either. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. been actually kind of mild. It's been decent. I don't know. It was in the fucking triple digits here the other day. So. I think least... got the, what, 72, 73 today up here. So, I mean, that's a little warm, but I mean, it's Maybe nothing. Out where you're at, it just barely broke 65 here in town. Huh. Yes, that's 71 right now for out here, so. 64 here in town. Okay. Okay. So there's different <laughs> temperatures in parts of the state. We know. Don't argue over the temperature. 
Oh, that's that's what I love about my aunt when she calls because she lives in the city and we live up in the foothills. And she's like, it's raining down here. How bad's it up there? And my mom's like, we ain't got no rain. (laughs) Well, it should be headed that way and we'll be waiting for like two days. (laughs) And we're like, it never rained here. It rained down here. It poured down here in town. We're like, good for you. It didn't here. (laughs) Well, shoot, we've, we've had a couple of days this summer that it's been. You get to one part of the base, you start setting up to paint, and it starts raining. So I was like, okay, we'll pull away. And you get to the other end of base, and it's dry. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, yep. I'll start painting here. Speaking of that, raining. I was I was really little when we were coming home one day. Uh, this has been years ago. And it was really sunny outside. And we got on a part of the road that was wet. And, I mean, it was just fucking drenched. But there was no rain. And then another section of the road it was sunny well then the next session it was fucking raining for like a whole mile and then the next section it didn't have no rain it was like picking and choosing where the fuck it wanted the rain to be (laughs) Uh, like that was my first dose of the weather is fucking fucked up in north carolina (laughs) i like i was a kid so i didn't know how rain worked i didn't know how the cloud system worked and all. So I was like, what's going on, mommy? <laughs> but I'll never get that because it was big raindrops too. And you know, when they hit the fucking windshield, it sounds like fucking rocks lobbing at the fucking glass. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. And we were in my mom's truck that she had back then, which was a badass truck to me because I was a kid and trucks were cool. Um, but yeah, that was, that was my fucking kid moment. Oh, the nostalgia. Hi, I'm not a crook. Um, no, that was one of those days where everything that we had to paint was something different. So you go check to see if it's dry. And by the time you get back, it was wet. <laughs> From the rain. <laughs> From the rain. And it's like, okay, do you look? He's like, well, where we just checked earlier is now dry. So let's go over there. <laughs> go get the stuff. And Nope, it's raining there now. <laughs> and it wasn't consistent. Not like it just went across the base in like a wave. It was like spotty. Yeah in the ass Oberlinks on twitter o-b-e-r-l-i-n-x uh said great month for dv dv radio we raised around seventeen hundred dollars will be a few days before uh he gets the exact amount but good stuff and that was for the dv farm uh so thank you guys for raising funds seriously i think he's uh one of the few as well as the gameathon that was ran um earlier this month, use the Streamlabs charity, and like I said, 100% of proceeds go to the farm for that. And I got to type up this tweet, and I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> can't talk and type at the same time, huh? Obviously yeah, I, not. <laughs> when, I, when I told my little guy, who's, oh, by the way, birthday's next week. I did forget about that since, Yeah. But anyway, yeah, when he uh, when I made him that promise that uh, he could play a few rounds of Wreckfest with us, he's like, "What are they saying? What are they saying?" I was like, "No, nah, you just keep playing, and I'll I'll <laughs> I'll keep talking." <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "I want to talk." I'm like, "All right, here you go. Talk to him." <laughs> oh, he was happy. He the, was happy. The only bad thing with a smile on his face. The only bad thing about having a kid talk to you on something like that is. <sighs> Yep. Yeah, the mic's so close. Because <laughs> I was trying to talk, and all I heard was. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> I was 
I was trying not to laugh. You get that with Oink normally anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, hey, but the, hey, hey, the yeah. mic is open now. <laughs> yeah, but this was way worse. <laughs> like, I can't blame hey. kids. It's not their fault. They don't understand how that shit works. But I was trying Apple to doesn't laugh. fall too far from the tree, okay? <laughs> and, you, and you know people that were watching were like, this shit sucks. All that breathing. And I'm like, this was great. Oh, shit. Anyway. Then I hadn't played the stupid game in so long, I forgot how to drive. Dude, I forgot everything about that game. I did. I was trying to figure out everything. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, we should have done a dry run. (laughs) And built up Frosty's inventory of cars. I think that might have helped, too. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, every car we wanted to do. It's like, I don't have that one. I don't have that. I was like, what car do you have? Tell me that. <laughs> well, you would think on the, on the open games like that, everything would be available, but nope. Well, they've got to make money somehow, so I can't blame them for doing that. But at the same time, I think they should have more of a variety of vehicles. I do think that for everybody. But, yeah, that was funny because every time we'd be like, hey, do you have this? <laughs> I don't have that one. We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> At least he wasn't yelling he was on fire all the time. I mean, right? That was, that was like, <laughs> well, the first couple races I was. That's true. I don't know. That one fucking race I'd done with that car that had no fucking steering. One wheel was turning. <laughs> My That's fucking, fucking hilarious. My you fucking, were fucking sandwiched sitting sideways yeah. at like a forty-five degree angle. I don't. <laughs> I don't know how the fucking, fucking engine. I don't know how the hell you're moving. I know. I was like, how is this even possible, even for a game? <laughs> like, I literally oh, had like thirty percent fucking damage still, and I was like, holy fucking Christ, is this thing ever gonna die? Like, <laughs> and then I use it in a demolition derby. And it fucking clocks out the first couple times. And I was like, well, that was bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, what? I literally hit that one wall going at like 80 miles an hour. And it totally was fine. It looked demolished, but it was completely fine. Get hit by. damage. (laughs) Yeah. Get hit by a little bitty fucking green car in a demolition derby and everything goes away. And I was like, what? What? A fucking little goddamn Ford Fiesta done more damage than a goddamn brick wall on a racetrack? (laughs) (laughs) Going 80 miles an hour? Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So. Oh, have you guys uh, found any new cool veteran companies lately that you looked into buying stuff from yet? You know, uh, kind of like you, I've been kind of avoiding the social medias lately just because yep. <laughs> it's all the same shit. So, and then watching, of course, you know, Netflix or Amazon Prime TV, I really haven't gone after looking for anything, to be honest. Yeah. Not personally. I mean, kind of hard to get out and do anything right now. Like I said, it's just trying to heal up. So until we're, we know we're back to somewhat moving again. Yeah. I- I've not looked into, you know, buying a lot of stuff lately because I've got a lot of shit that I got to work out anyway. Um, But I did see where uh, Jason from Southern Vet Suites has the awesome problem of having to shut down his website because he's got too many orders. So that is fucking great. 
Um, I know some people. Yeah, like, man, I know he's still delivering to some of the, the film studios back that way. Yeah, I know. Ozark's a big one, and I don't remember a couple other ones that he was talking about. Yeah, potential. Yeah, there, to, but uh, there's some that we can't mention because you know confidentiality. But we're so yep. we're so fucking ecstatic for him. Like seriously, and I know a lot of people are like, "But why did you shut down your stud if you want business?" He's got the problem of having too many orders, and he's a one person company. Um, he's only got a cottage license. He works out of his home, and that's the problem. Uh, not a bad problem, but an in between problem. Um, it's a great. That he's not going to sacrifice his quality because I mean that's something right. he definitely takes a lot of pride in is the quality and you know the freshness of his goods. He's yep. not going to sit there and make batch after batch after batch and then sell it. Yeah. You no, know, he waits for those orders to come in, makes it for you, and then sends it the next day. So that way you're getting the most fresh product that he can give you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, he's not going to sacrifice that. And I don't blame him. I mean, like I said, the shit when he sent it up here was delayed in the mail. But even the way he packaged it, it still arrived fresh, even though it took an extra week or something like that to get up here to me. But you know, I'm right. not going to complain, and I wasn't going to complain to him because it was still good. Now, had any of the stuff spoiled, we might have said something, but yeah, no, it was still good. So, Well, that's just like you bore. A lot of people are like, why do you tell up you bore? You can buy the same thing in the store for half the price. Yeah, first off, it's chemically fucking driven. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You can taste um, it. Yeah, and... The thing about Eubora is they do yours per order. There is not a bag of coffee sitting at their store right now that is waiting to be shipped out because it's not roasted or anything. It is waited, waiting for your orders. So when you order it, within the next day or two, it's roasted and shipped out immediately. It's, it is literally the freshest coffee you can have delivered to your doorstep in America. No additives yeah, I had to or anything. order more today or last night. <laughs> Yeah, uh, my, myself and Phil dropped the ball, and we are adamantly sorry. We 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 fucked up. <laughs> we fucked up. Sorry. I'm not in that tier, so I was. My supply was getting low here, so I had to put, place my regular order. <laughs> right. I uh, we we fucked up for Patreon members. That was on me and Phil, and I think he, I think he fixed it. But so sorry about that. If you guys understood what we had to go through some days, it's just yeah. Anyway. Um. <laughs> oh shit! If you guys know of any veteran-owned companies or businesses that sells merchandise that's handmade, uh, food, anything like that, let us know. Um, we'd like it to be unique, if at all possible. Uh, tell them, you know, hit us up. Uh, info at dvradio.net, oink at dvradio.net, frosty at dvradio.net. Let us know about their company. I'm willing to spend up to fifty dollars per company uh each month not you know five companies fifty dollars each but up to fifty dollars no more for that month um for any company that comes along if that's what it takes uh to try out their product i'm i don't care about freebies i'd, I'd rather help help them out as much as possible excuse me um i don't know if you guys have seen it or not let me bring it up so i don't fuck that up as well because i'm good at that Oh, so good at fucking shit up. Uh, Eli Crane from Bottle Breacher. If you guys don't know about Bottle Breacher, head over uh, to BottleBreacher.com and check it out. Uh, but Eli Crane, who we've had on here before, is running for U.S. Congress. Arizona District 1. Fucking, that's awesome. 
I, I don't even have to listen to him to know what he's going to be doubting for because we myself and Willink <laughs> got to talk to him that day. Uh, and you guys didn't hear everything because uh, per his request, we didn't, you know, record a lot of stuff. Um, but we got to spend, what, about an hour, hour and a half, something with him. And he, he spoke a little bit about what he would like to see in politics and things like that. And everything that, not just us, but I think most people... Um, just morally would be like, yeah, you, that needs to be done. Um, he, he was up for, uh, I think he is running Republican. Um, so if, if you know, you're non, what is, what is the thing? Um, if you don't have a side independent, yeah. If you're an independent and you want to choose one of those and you like what he's doing and you're in Arizona in his district, by all means, vote for him, or at least listen to him. Uh, hopefully, we can get him on before they do vote, and he can talk about that. Uh, do I like? Yes, I love soaps and candles. Um, I've actually got. Uh, what is Chris's son? Is it is it flame on? Flame on candle. Yep. Yeah, I've actually got one that's <laughs> almost burnt out, and I need to restock. And I use his uh, beard stuff. Um, there's a veteran at a local farmer's market here that sells tropical types of soaps and candles. They were stationed at Hawaii. Yeah, I, I mean, if if we can find out more about them and, and stuff like that, I'd love, I'm sure we'd all love to try it out and all. Because, you know, we, we've talked about this before. Uh, myself, Chris, uh, Phil at y- Yubora, Chris at K-Bar is what I'm talking about. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh Runs Night Cat. Oh, my God. Billy? Billy. God. I can't believe I forgot his name because the time, <laughs> the time, he, the th- time he called me and it said King William. Holy fucking Christ. Um, anyway, uh, Billy and, and most of the other people that we work with, uh, they don't care uh, as far as competition. It's not a competitive market as far as us helping one another. And if we can help somebody else, by all means, let us know. Um, if we can get their word out, let's do it. Uh, but yeah, hit us up about it. I'm sure that we'd all be willing to at least look into it. I definitely know my mom would like more candles. That's that's for damn sure. <laughs> my mom is a candle fanatic. And lighthouses. My mom loves lighthouses. She absolutely adores lighthouses. Um, yes, K-Bar has amazing flavors. I've never used his soaps because I don't use soap. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't use soap on an everyday basis, so it would be redundant of me to have a bar of soap in my bathroom 24-7. Okay, that sounds great, Amazon. Awesome. Yeah, do that, guys. Let us know. Any, any veteran-owned, uh, businesses that sells anything let us know or have them let us know don't make us contact them have them contact us because us tracking down people that's never worked and i'm not going to run after you (laughs) i stopped that (laughs) napalm in the am soap by k-bar soap helps me a lot with my joint yes i've actually heard that a lot uh from people um the what's the good smelling what what's the bomb uh, the hand stuff. I've got a can of it and I can't reach it. The knife hand rehab. Yes. That shit is amazing for your skin, 
My skin, yes, that is still a great uh, email, Amazon. My skin is completely fucked up from Crohn's. Um, what I mean by that is it's really dried out and flaky. Uh, I say dried out. It's not dried out. Uh, it just flakes really bad, and I have really bad uh, blotches from the prednisone and other medicines that I'm on. Using that fucking knife hands, holy shit, it's fucking phenomenal. Um, it's probably the only, uh, it is the only thing. The other thing that I tried was O'Keefe's. O'Keefe's worked for a while, uh, but then it stopped. But the way that Chris makes his his products um, with all natural stuff and, and whatnot, uh, I've not seen any change in my skin as far as getting used to it. Um, I definitely use it on my arms and chest because that's where most of the the uh, the fucked up parts of my skin are as far as uh, the prednisone blotches, which aren't that bad right now, but the other day they looked fucking terrible. And the, the uh, I call it dry skin, but it's not. It's, it's just flaky skin. Uh, it works fucking wonders. Um, yep. What's the I'll rehab? tell you what. I, I, yeah, I actually shower with K-Bar soap before using that special soap that they have you use for the hospital mm -hmm. when you go in for major surgery. Yep. And I think that's that helped me out tremendously get any kind of you know, prevent me from getting any kind of infection because oh, yeah. you know, using an all natural soap versus chemically induced shit. And then you of course using the, the chemically induced shit afterwards. The yeah. stuff that they want you to use, you know, for pre surgery. I think that's helped tenfold to be honest with you guys. Definitely, definitely. Um I think the one you're talking about, Amazon, is um shit. Are you talking about what I was just talking about, knife hand? Because that's the only one I know of. I don't know of a rehab soap. Does he? Yeah, knife hand rehab is more of a, a balm or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's yeah, it's a balm. Yeah, it's basically what it is. Miss P said it's a great lip balm. As is, or he has great lip balm. Yeah, yeah. Just open that up. I meant he has great lip balm. I meant <laughs> that's what I meant. Um, no, it's not. A, it's not a soap. It's a bomb. It's called Knife Hand. Uh, that's what he has out in his products. Um, let me. If do one of y'all have the URL? I think he has two sizes. The last time I was over there. Um, here we go. I got it. Yeah, yeah, it's really great. Uh, like I said, that, that's probably the best thing I've ever used, and I used O'Keefe's for the longest of time. Um, it's not oily at all if you rub it into your skin the way you're supposed to. Um, oh God, my knee! Ho oh, ho! There's a knee. You didn't need that. <laughs> Fuck! Damn. Um. It, it's not greasy at all. Like I said, if you if you rub it in and you let it dry before you go out, I know a lot of people will just put it on their hands and start doing stuff. Oh, it was so greasy and oily. Yeah, you've got to let it dry out. It's it's that type of a bomb. Um, I think I yeah. Even, I don't recommend putting it on right before you start driving. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, if I'm Pian. not if I'm not <laughs> if I'm not mistaken along with the tattoo repair that I had when I got this tattoo not too long ago, I also 
would rub some of that over it during the day in between um, uh, uh, applications of the tattoo repair. And it, it didn't hurt the tattoo at all. I, in fact, I think it even helped, if anything, um, along with the tattoo repair that I had. So, But that's not a testament to how good that shit is. <laughs> and for those listening, we're talking about K-Bar Soap Company. Uh, you can go to kbarsoapco.com and find out more. Uh, don't say shit about his prices. They're absolutely acceptable uh, coming from a guy that does all of his own shit. Just like Jason at Southern uh, Southern Vet Suites, why did he have to name it that? Why did he have to name it that? Uh, well, he is a little nutty. Just saying. <laughs> oh, Amazon! I've I've got a great tattoo artist. If you want to get a the perfect tattoo, I'll, I'll hook you up. I will hook you up. I trust me. I got the hook up. I Bo's got the hook up. <laughs> I wouldn't trust anybody else right now. No, you can make a trip to North Carolina when you go to Texas. I don't want to hear you complain. <laughs> it's not like you're flying in from Alaska. Come on. <laughs> he, he does flowers and anything. He even, he even specializes in scar. Uh, uh, what is it called? Um, scar cover up. Cover up. Yeah. Up. yep. Mushroom he, stamps. No, no, wait a minute. <laughs> Goddamn Marines. <laughs> anyone want a shit ton of computer parts? When you say anyone want a shit ton of computer parts, what do you mean, Miss Fester? Does he have any of his work online? Yeah, I'll, I'll send you some uh, links, Amazon. I'll send you some links. Uh, it's about five and a half minutes before we end. Actually, it's five minutes now. Um, oink, last words. Oh, gee, folks, I don't know. It's been a hell of a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, if you if you need to reach out, do so. That's all I got. Frosty. Check on your brothers and sisters. Check on yourself. Make sure everybody's do, doing good. If you need to reach out, reach out. Objective Zero, 22 Until None, Crisis Lines, all those are out there. And, you know, I've been wondering if uh, jellyfish are sad because there's no peanut butter fish. And that's our local Marine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the trashy stuff that I can use in like models and shit. Cause I have no gribbles to put into my science fiction projects or ships or anything like that. So I'll take that shit. The shit that people will be like, Oh, this is trash. <laughs> The other stuff will just accumulate and never get used because I can't build shit anymore like that. I can't build big stuff like that. <laughs> That's what I should say. That's what I should say. Um, yeah, for everybody listening, thank you so much. I'm sorry we didn't have a show last week. I just I almost didn't have a show this week, but I was like, you know what? You guys need it. Uh, so we went ahead and done it. Um the saddest thing about dragons is they can't blow out their own birthday candles, Amazon said. That's your feel-good story of the week. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I, I, I always took this week off, but I was like, I'll give you guys a show at least this week. 
Um, Frag out, drag out will be coming back soon. Hopefully the service dogs show will come back uh, with something soon. Uh, I don't know about the war dog trail yet. I know he's still working on things. Uh, if you guys know anybody that has a podcast that wants to syndicate here on DB radio, tell them to give us a, a contact. Info at dvradio.net, oink at dvradio.net, frosty at dvradio.net. And uh, we'll look into it. Um, independent musicians, same thing. Uh, get them over here if they want to. Um, yeah, I I don't have much more to say other than I hope you're all having a wonderful week and fantastic weekend. The dragons can keep the jellyfish company, Amazon said. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Um Toasted yeah. Jellyfish. Do what? Toasted jellyfish. Toasted jellyfish. What? Toasted. Oh, toasted. I thought you said posted, and I was like, what? What sense does posted jellyfish mean? <laughs> what was the it's name been of the wrong day for Bo? <laughs> um I'm not exactly sure what you're referring to, Amazon. Oink, Frosty, either of you know? There's a bunch of them. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that I can think of that you may be referring to would be the Jaeger Foundation, but I'm not sure that's what you're talking about. Or either way. The, um, oh. Well, no, Jaeger does most of the grant side of the yeah. house. Yeah. of Valor. Tadsaw that does the training. That's the one I was thinking of. Tadsaw. Okay. I don't know which one she just said yes to, but one of them was right. <laughs> one of the three that we mentioned was right because we said Jaeger, Leashes, and Tad. Okay. Well, she said Jaeger Foundation sounds familiar. So, okay. Uh, if you want to know more about any of that stuff, Amazon, just hit up JJ. He, he is more than happy to talk about that almost any day of the week at any time. Um, so yes, I'm sure he could have. Much rather deal with that than PTSD. other stupid questions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As long as it's not a fucking ADA question. <laughs> no, I, I mean I mean that in a joking way. The reason I say that is because all the ADA questions are the same ones over and over. They're never nothing new. I want to get started fostering dogs as soon as I get set up. I want to get involved. Yeah, hit up JJ too. Uh, I'm sure he can hook you up with somebody uh, that can that is reputable and isn't fucking people over. Things of that nature. And Jaeger. Um John and oh my god, the other guy that I always forget his name. What's the other guy's name? Mm-hmm. Yep. God damn it, John! You always <laughs> it's always people that I it's always names that I never can remember because the dude's been on three times and I should remember it by now. But no, there goes Bo's fucking anyway. Um, I love you all. Thank you all for supporting us, joining us. Uh, please share the podcast. Buy something from the store. Share the stuff on any social media. Let other people know. Get the word out. Talk about DV Farm. Talk about DV Radio. Tell them what it means to you, what you uh, get from the shows, what you get from DV Farm, all that good stuff. Uh, if you need anything, as Oink and Frosty said, reach out. Don't be ashamed. And, uh, yeah, I got nothing else. I'm we got beat. you, Battles. We got you. Yeah, I'm just... I'm I'm probably gonna write some more tonight. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna write some more. I'm gonna write some more to my book, and none of you will know what it's about until it publishes. That's how that's gonna be. <laughs> I'm a dick, aren't I? <laughs> I 
I could read the synopsis to you, but I'm not going to. Not this week. I'll make you all wait. Anyway, for Oink, Frosty, DV6, who had to bail out early, I'm Bonerwood. You just heard DV Radio right here. No, wait. You just heard Barrett's talk, right? Dude, I've not done this in two weeks. That's sad. Oh, fucked it up. Time for another remix. Nah. (laughs) People won't find that one funny. (laughs) They won't find that one funny. It's funny when a Marine does it. (laughs) Because you were probably eating crowns at the time. Dude, I'm tired. I'm hurting. My joints. Anyway, for all those assholes, I'm Boulderwood. You just heard Barrett's talk right here on TV Radio. Dot net W DVR until next week. Flatcycles. Bye bye. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter.